When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1105, The Difference Between Experiments and Goals. How to Balance Spontaneity with a Focused Pursuit of Fame by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Thursday and welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free with permission from the authors. It's an award-winning podcast thanks to you, the listener, and thank you for being part of my weekly newsletter if you're on that. If you're not, you can get quotes, life tips, free spreadsheets to help you optimize your life, and hear about what I'm reading or watching, stuff like that. Plus, you're entered into book raffles on the first of every month if you're part of that, all free. Just go to oldpodcast.com to join. For now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. The Difference Between Experiments and Goals, How to Balance Spontaneity with the Focused Pursuit of Fame by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. To start or not to start. Three weeks ago, I published a controversial post titled, Getting Started is Overrated. My basic point If you wanna become truly impressive, you have to focus on a small number of things for a long period of time to the exclusion of other activities. I don't like the just get started approach to accomplishment because it makes exclusive focus difficult. As Steve Martin taught us, getting good enough to reap major rewards requires incredible dedication. Jumping at every project that catches your attention derails such monastic devotion. Instead, I suggested you should resist starting. Resist until you are absolutely sure that a pursuit is perfect for you. Only then will you be able to give it the long-term dedication required. Anything less wastes time. As you can read in the comments to the original article and in Ben Kaznocha's response, this post generated a lot of discussion. Some people agreed. For example, Stella said, quote, Great post. Having worked for a large multinational travel agency that forced the culture of starch down my throat for many years, I've become very skeptical of the Richard Branson type of entrepreneur. Over the years, I've had many business and investment ideas that I'm so glad I never got around to, end quote. On the other hand, many others disagreed, such as Grad Hacker, quote, starting is often the best form of research, and how do you develop a passion without starting something, end quote. And Ben, who noted, quote, Some tasks give feedback faster if undertaken right away in a small dose as opposed to analyzing it from afar. Take Cal's examples. If you wanna become a writer, sure, you can talk to writers and study the profession, but is there a better way to understand whether writing girds your loins than actually putting pen to paper? End quote. The odd loin reference aside, we are faced here with a clear dilemma. Who is right? 
I was struggling with a good answer, I see wisdom in both points of view, when a real gift came along. A gift delivered from my friend Scott Young, who recently posted an insightful dissection of this issue. His approach brings clarity to a confusing situation. It goes as follows. Separating experiments from goals. Scott makes the following observation, quote, I like to separate my pursuits into two broader categories, experiments and goals. Experiments are the activities you take with almost zero commitment. Goals are beyond the stage of experimenting. This is when you've had enough experience in an area that you want to accomplish something important within it. Be careful about getting caught in the middle zone. This is an area which is no longer an experiment, but you don't have the focus and commitment to achieve anything meaningful. Having lots of activities in this middle zone means you're wasting a lot of energy that could be better spent achieving something important or finding new opportunities, end quote. Right on, Scott. I think this model captures the best of both sides of the getting started debate. It's okay to have both high-value goals, which require focus to the exclusion of other high-value goals, and small, low-commitment experiments, which require a small amount of time and are used only to explore. The real insight is to note that separation is key. The danger is letting an experiment reach a middle zone in which it starts sapping time and energy away from your high-value goals, but is still not producing meaningful results. After thinking about this model for a few days, I wanna add a few thoughts of my own. Number one, make a distinction between achievements and habits. This discussion becomes clearer when we separate out our lifestyle habits, such as fitness, reading, social events, and even minor hobbies like biking or joining a kickball team. These all fall under the category of enjoying your life. They don't compete with your high-value goals. You can identify them by the following two features. One, they aren't meant to provide large rewards, and two, their primary purpose is your day-to-day happiness. When I say don't get started, I'm not talking about these habits. Jump in and out of these as much as you like. Number two, use experiments to explore potential new high-value goals. Unlike habits, experiments exist for the sole purpose of investigating whether a given pursuit might be worth transforming into a high-value goal. As many of you pointed out, Jumping in and trying something at a low, non-committal level can be a good way to investigate whether or not to commit to that goal in the long term. Number three, keep experiments obligation-free. The easiest way to have an experiment slide into that dangerous middle zone is to have it start generating regular time obligations. The best experiments require time only at your discretion. You can, if you want, stop at the spur of the moment or put it aside for six months without any negative consequences. For example, don't experiment with becoming a journalist by taking a demanding 20-hour-a-week copy editor position with your college newspaper. Instead, work on submitting some unsolicited op-eds. Only once you're ready to really commit should you jump into the time-consuming, obligation-heavy, entry-level work. Number four, stop experimenting once your goal slots are filled. This is perhaps the hardest advice for people to hear. Once you've settled on the one to three high-value goals that you want to commit to, the number depends on your situation. A student, for example, can support more high-value goals than a first-year investment banker. Stop experimenting. Your attention needs to be focused on getting good at your long-term pursuits, even though experimenting with new pursuits is more fun. You should only start experimenting again if you complete one of your high-value goals or start to really question whether you should replace one. And number five, experimenting within the confines of a high-value goal, however, 
is always allowed. I must add a crucial distinction that I think causes some havoc in the discussion over at Ben's blog. Within the confines of a given high-value goal, experimenting is good. Expose yourself to randomness. Try lots of different angles to make progress. Anyone who achieves something very impressive will probably credit at least some serendipity along the way. The key, however, is that this random moment happened usually after they had committed themselves to the general direction. For example, if you want to start a business, you might want to experiment at first with several small ideas and random networking events. This all falls under the rubric of your entrepreneur goal. Don't, however, spend three months taking a screenwriting course. That'd be an unrelated experiment. I find this topic fascinating, but there are, as we've seen already, uncountable variations and issues that arise. This is roughly what has worked so far for me. You just listened to the post titled The Difference Between Experiments and Goals, How to Balance Spontaneity with a Focused Pursuit of Fame by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. I'll keep this ending nice and short for you today. I'll just mention one more time that if you wanna be in book raffles happening every month and make me happy, come join my free weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com. I'd love to see you on there. Thank you for being here and listening every day. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.